Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills.
Jesus gave us a warning The night is coming when no man can work This is the time to work for God all stand for a moment please can we all stand don't be tired alright glory to God father thanks a million for this opportunity in Jesus name amen you may be seated now in conclusion why why loyalty is important for church growth that is the last chapter on my in my book no last but one chapter on the mega church why loyalty is important for church growth number one loyalty is the most foremost requirement for every minister all right First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2. Every ministry, the Bible says it is required in stewards that a man should be found faithful. So this is a requirement. The word require, then you have required. 
then you have requirement. It's all from the same word require, which is what you will need. So what you will need, uh, what we all need in the church work is loyalty. It's required in a steward that a man should be found faithful. Now let me give you the definition of the meaning of the word faithful. Number one, it means constant. Yes, constant. All right? So loyalty means constant. Faithful means constant. Number two, it means to be the same. All right? It means to be the same. So we need to be the same in 10 years' time. Still having an ardent vision for the mega church, for church planting, for making ourselves saviors of men. In 10 years from now, we have to have the same interest and the same zeal. Amen. And the same commitment to the spirit of the house. It is nice and easy to start out very zealous, shouting. We are going to be um, saviors of men and so on. But you see, what is required of you is not even money. But is that you be found faithful. God wants to find you faithful. The same. So, uh, you're just the same. Yes. Now, many people, even as I preach, somebody sent me a message. You preach a message like this in this camp. Somebody said, I should go and see a camp. I preach kings and priests. I spoke in the same way to the uh, pastors who were at the meeting. The same way that I was speaking with the pastors from the north. It's the same. And this book, what, what I'm preaching about, is the same book that I'm preaching from. And I've been sharing about this same topic. You get it? For some time now. So it's not required that you be so flashy or so important, but that you be the same. And that's what even people want when they're getting married. I just want you to be the same. Because when people are getting married, they are so in love. Oh, brother. No, no, not that one. There's another one. I'm, I'm in love, something. My beloved is mine and I am my beloved. And so many songs. He's so special. My beloved is such a nice guy. So sweet, so gentle and so kind. I can't believe God will give me someone so good. Never had so much love and attention. Uh, Start it, Danny boy. Don't go away from your position, please. You don't have to be going away like that. Be constant. Be faithful. Remain the same. Yes. No, not that next time you, 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 you are interested in another topic. So different. Because you see, there are modifications of this. And then I can come up with some strange thing about some corridors of mega church. And the corridors will lead to so many things we don't even know what they are. That is what people want. Yes. I want to talk about my relationship. 
It's about my beloved, he's so special. Can I tell you what's happening in my life? I'm in love and I think I'm gonna get married. I'm sure you're thinking, Forever, 
us dead, it shall be forever. May our love be strong as death, so it will be forever. May our love be strong as death, it will be forever. Hallelujah! This is what we pray for, isn't it? I hope my beloved will not change. God is also hoping that we will not change. And that our love for him will be as strong as death. And that many waters of ministry and of life cannot quench the love that we have for God today. That the loyalty which means that is the same doesn't change. As we say, through all the changing scenes of life that this love will also not change and that the emphasis will not change and the doctrine will not change and the vision will not change and the philosophy of the house will not change but it will last forever. Yes. You see, that's, that's, that's the key. That's why loyalty is important for church because initially there is that zeal. Initially, so, oh yes, we are going to build the church. We are going to do the mega church. Then when it gets to a point, Ah, there are other things that are important, you know. Money is the answer to all things. Without money, you cannot do much. Yes, a poor man's wisdom is despised. So the wisdom you have for church growth is despised when you are poor. So you need to be rich so that the wisdom of church growth can be, can be. wow, modifications. So loyalty, 1 Corinthians 4, 2, it is required in stewards that a man should be found faithful, which means constant. It means not changing. It means faithful. It means loyal. It means reliable. And it's the same. And if you look at us pastors, you see that you can't even recognize the modification of the gospel that we are preaching so different but God is showing us and teaching us, hallelujah, Amen. that indeed it is possible to remain the same. Nobody should come and ask, so how are you able to maintain? There's nothing about it. It's do what he says. That's it. Just reject all newfangled things. Like Paul said, if anyone comes to you with another gospel, apart from this one, let him be cursed. It's as simple as that. I hope it's clear. If anybody comes up with another gospel, this place was not set up to make money. This is a school. This is a, a church. It belongs to the church. It is a church. It's the, this, the, this is the uh, 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 training department of the church. This whole campus is the training department of the church. Every drop of land here is registered. Lighthouse Chapel International. Every drop, every inch. It's all a church. This is the training department. You are all church members. You are being trained. This Mega church, that's what we teach to the full-time students. That's what we teach to you. It's the same thing. This is the training department 
of it and we must remain the same. This is the late training aspect. I hope I'm making myself perfectly understood. Loyalty is a basic requirement of ministry. Yes. Number two. And you see, Reinhard Bonke, every time he's going to preach, he'll look at the pastors behind. All the pastors, and he'll say, he'll say it often. You know, as for me, I'm here to preach about the ABC of um, salvation. ABC. And he said, I know the XYZ, but it is ABC I preach. Yes. Because the pastor should be looking at it. He doesn't have revelation. He doesn't have insight. Hmm. Number two. The second reason why we need loyalty is to fight the fifth column. Now, what is the fifth column? Five. Now, column number five. There was a man, and this is actually a true story, who was sent to attack a well-fortified city. And he had four battalions of soldiers. And as he was waiting outside the city, a young soldier came up to him and asked him, Sir, how exactly, what is your strategy to take this city? Because we are all outside the wall. I wonder how we are going to do it. And the man answered, I am depending on my fifth column. It's a fifth column. What do you mean by fifth column? Because you have only four columns or four battalions. And he said, my fifth column, there are some three guys in the city who are loyal to me. I've paid them some money. They are working for me. Around midnight, they will open the gates. Yes, so I'm depending on my 5th battalion who are some guys inside the city. And those guys are with me. And that's my key to taking the city. Now, Satan's master strategy is not to fight us from outside, but from inside. So he fights the church by fighting from within some two or three guys inside not outsiders because the weapons of our warfare are so mighty that there's very little the enemy can do against us so what he does is that he employs Christians and Christians do his work so like that commander he had got some three guys inside the city and he promised them so much. Yes. And all today, all nations do that. They have people. I'm sure there are Ghanaians who work for the CIA. I'm sure. There will be people even within the government, within the military. You see that the person looks like he's a Ghana, whatever. But he's a fully planted person working for a foreign country. Yes. So Satan also looks at us. And say, if I can employ somebody 
to speak for me in the church at every meeting to oppose everything to stir up a discussion to cause confusion to create meetings that are not necessary and cause long prolonged meetings about useless things if I can provoke them to disobey yes and to do different things from what they are supposed to do yes and so before you realize somebody is a provocation in the church and it is because he has been employed by the devil yeah if I tell you something you'll be surprised if I tell you that in trying to build churches build like physical buildings with cement blocks the greatest opposition and frustration to me to building churches has been my own pastors yes it's unbelievable the greatest opposition and resistance to build physically building has been pastors my own people sometimes here is money here is land here is the design it will never be done my own pastors somehow but that's not their intention if you talk to them (laughs) Judas didn't intend to kill Jesus but he ended up killing Jesus so good intentions are the pavement on the road to hell good intentions of Judas still ended up as preventing Jesus from continuing in his ministry on earth even though you, you, if you meet with Judas you see most people when you meet with them and you, you talk you say me me God knows my heart I tell, you see since I joined the church What I've heard today has affected me. That somebody will attribute something like this to me. I say, but you see, it may not be your intention. And we all know that Judas did not intend for Jesus to die. In fact, he was vehemently opposed to it. He threw the money at these guys. He threw the money at them. But they had already transferred him to Porto Pilate. You see, Jesus was, Jesus was, Jesus was taken at the third hour. They tried him. The third hour, he was put on the cross, which is nine, nine o'clock in the morning. Nine, it happened very fast. The third hour, the sixth hour, the light went out, the sun went out. And the ninth hour, he died. That's three o'clock. That's why we have our Good Friday service at three. Yeah. But by nine o'clock, he was on the cross. In the morning, it was a fast thing. It's also part of the mercy of God and the grace of God for, for Jesus. For the thing to end quickly. Judas was surprised at the escalation of the speed. Something that was a religious discussion about whether the son of God and all this. It, the thing escalated. By morning, then it was filled with Pilate. He was on the cross. Nine o'clock in the morning. It was the third hour and they crucified him. It may not be your intention, but that's what you end up doing. You prevent the thing from happening, I tell you. 
I can mention at least, I can start and mention 15, 20, 25 different pastors and different meetings and different issues where they're actually blocking and hindering and opposing. But I know it's not their intention. But that's what's happening. Oh, yes. But you see, the devil works through people. That's right. Yes. Fifth columns. Yes. It's amazing. And many times, the fifth column can become the pastor's wife. Yes. The pa- a pastor's wife is the highest level of orangu you can have. Yes. Because it is almost in quotes like an orangu you cannot sack. But now we have seen Luke 18, 29. Yes. Yeah. Now we are seeing that we can sack them. We can leave them actually for a reward. Yes. I believe it with all my heart. I believe it. I believe some wives should be dismissed and replaced, and you get a reward for that. That's my personal belief. I believe Luke 18 20. Okay, let me say, I believe Luke 18 20. It's entirely up to you what you believe, but I believe Luke 18 29. Yes. Yes. One day I had a group of pastors and then I divided them in those who have a flowing marriage and those who have IMCs. Do you know what's IMC? Ill married couple. So I divided IMCs and non-IMCs. Those who flow, laugh in the house, chat, I mean, happy, all the issues. There's no major problem. Maybe the problem is you press the toothpaste at the bottom of those type of problems. These are the, I mean, these are the problems you can have. Nothing major, nothing serious, nothing that is threatening. And I found that all those with IMCs, their churches were not working. Yes. Even on the mission field. All those with flowing wives, they are, all you see that if you see that the church is really working, the wife is usually a flowing wife. Unless it's like John Wesley, who was an example of, I mean, the worst kind of wife, but the ministry still works. That also exists because there are some people that have that but are able to still do the ministry in spite of whatever. But not all people have faith and grace. Yes. Orangus, the fifth column, internal people, internal people, whispering, talking, commenting, against, opposing, tempting, accusing, that's the devil on the shoulder, condemning, look, if you look in um, Mark, you know, they did four things to Jesus, the Bible says they mock him. You see, like, with words, they mock him. Then they spat on him. It's like, they, Jesus was telling what they are going to do to him. They would do four things. They would, they would mock him with words. Then they would spit on him, like, you are dirty, and try to make you, f- like, feces. Mm. <laughs> to, to, to smear you. 
to smear you and make you like you are filthy. Then the next one, they will scourge him to cause pain. All these are demons. Pain. And then at last, they will kill him. Jesus said, Mark 10, 34. Mark. They shall mock him. Huh? They shall spit on him. Scourge him. And then they will kill him. Four things. That's, that's what they want to do to every pastor. These are the four things. If you like, play, play with the devil and see. He will try to spit on you. But you know, you, you see that you are filthy. Yeah. And degrade you. And embarrass you. And humiliate you. And bring you down. Yeah. So, you need to know. When you are fighting, don't. You see, one day a, a, a pastor said he, uh, in the church, the church wasn't growing. So he decided to come to church early. <laughs> so when he came, he came to the church and went to hide at a place to look at the church. And there was a lady who used to come to sweep the church. So he was watching. The lady swept the church. Then when she finished, she took off the, 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 the panties and used them. Oh, let me finish telling my story, please. It's a real story. And she used the bottom to sit on all the chairs. So dusting the chairs. <laughs> so you see, the pastor was explaining that the, a witch <laughs> was preventing the church from growing. So you see, when you hear such stories, yes, because that is a way that people used to curse. They, they use it three times. Yes. Yes. You think I don't know tense? Yeah. Yeah. But you see, you, when you hear such a story, you may think to yourself that church growth is most affected by a certain type of witch-looking person who can take the bottles to smite, to wipe all the chairs so that the church will not grow. But really, those spirits which are fighting the church, they are sitting on the Christians, they are fifth columns, and the Christians are subtle opposers to the will of God. Through various ways of behaving, meetings, prolongation of issues, contentions, I mean different views and all kinds of things. You can't even, you see that the person is frustrated. You can't even preach. It's, It's amazing. And when it enters the pastor's wife, that is what we call Jezebel. And that's why in Revelations 2, he said that I have this against you that you are allowing Jezebel to have her way to do two things. Number one, to cause my pastors to commit adultery. Because when the wife behaves in a certain way, it forces the husband to go out. Yes. So he says to commit fornication, you are making my servants. It's a Jezebel is attacking only God's servants. Yes. So it makes them go out of their marriage, number one. And number two, to eat things sacrificed to idols, which is to deal with idolatry. That is, he will have another God apart from God. 
which will be the woman. Obey me. Do what I want. Please me. Yes. So these are the two things. Drive you out of the house and make you not obey God. But have another control. Yes. And he says, I have this against you. That you allow this. So some of the, some of the people should not be allowed. And that's where you see spirits. Spirit, evil spirits. Working. So when it comes to, I mean, the fifth column. You should, you should, you should watch certain people. When they speak, you see, you have to know that no one speaking by the spirit can say these words. So, in other words, it's a spirit which makes people make certain comments or, or say certain things or even a certain thing that has been said. I tell you, it's only a devil that can, can, can speak to this person. You, you must watch for the devil within you. The Bible says one of you is a devil. Jesus said, one of you is not that you have, you are influenced by the devil. You are a devil because it's, it's like a devil present. The person is like the de- devil present. It said, don't look too far. So I'm somebody with a bottle. Don't think of all this. You are thinking too far. Just look around you. Just look around you and see the members of the church who are there now. I tell you, you'll be surprised. Yes. So you got to watch out. You got to watch out. And that's why we preach about loyalty. When I preach about loyalty, it's an anti-satanic preaching. It's anti-satanic. And all pastors who have experienced this loyalty and all these things, I tell you, they, when they hear this message, they value it. And even this message about Jezebel. One pastor, he said to me, he said, look, I've, when I heard you preaching, I said, this is a genuine person. Instead of the person who's always just praising pastor's wives by preaching about things which nobody can say. Yes, he's saying the things. He said, look, that's when I fell in love with this Bishop Dark Heward Mills. Yes. And not in our church, in another church. Yeah. Otherwise, and the proof of what I'm saying is the announcements of the divorces of big, big men of God that we hear Time and time again, we'll be there and order. You see, somebody who's been taking glorious pictures is suddenly announcing that he's being divorced. One after the other. Do you think they just got up and decided to divorce? 30 years of confusion, 20 years of uh, issues, and then suddenly it cannot continue. Yes. So don't look too far for the fifth column. Look inside. inside. Yes, look inside and let us look for the three people or the two people or any person that the person's comments and words and attitude and view, it even brings disturbance. I tell you, do you know people like that? They, their presence and their argument, it's like against everything. Body language, attitude, flow, words, comments, is something. Yes. Yes. That's what's fighting you. A woman is coming to with the bottles to come and whatever. You think that, that, is a, that is a witness. Don't be thinking too far. Few pastors ever have somebody with a bare bottom coming. It's a, it's a rare thing. But what I'm saying is rather the common thing. Yes. So that's why loyalty is necessary. If you don't, if you don't, 
If you don't, whatever. No. If you don't, if you don't trust what I'm saying, look. If you if you like look at ministries, you see that things from outside cannot destroy them. I watched Benny Hinn for five hours. Criticism only. They made films of him. I watched all. And when I watched it, I saw all through from beginning to end. You know, some people came to deceive him. They came, they said, we are, we, are, we are here to make something about your healing ministry. And they said, they have won every award. Uh, this award, this award, Oscar award, this every award except one award. And uh, he was very happy. And he said, ah, he would like them to, to do it. So they came, so he called them, come, come on stage. So they came about four, five people. I said, this is the man, he's award winning, whatever. So when he came, they said, okay. Then, but he said, oh, can I pray? Then the man said, this is all I wanted that you pray for me. When he laid hands on, all of them fell under the power. He got up, he prayed for us. Ah. When he went, he made, even compared Benin with Hitler. He said, you see how Hitler moved the crowd? That's how Benin is. I mean, he, he just poured like God bitter things over him. But you see, it couldn't affect Benin. But you know what affected him? All these things things from outside. His ministry continues. See him in Honolulu, in Singapore, in here, in India, everywhere, preaching millions, thousands. Except till one thing, Jezebel. And then everything changes. Yes. So don't look too far. The outside world cannot destroy the church. Yes. Yes. The fifth column is the fifth column is in the church. The fifth column is inside the church. Yes. It's in the church. There is no witch which can fly. It's flying, it's coming, it's flying. No, you just say, I block you. They fall down. In Jesus' name, it's finished. You just say the blood, the blood, the blood, scatter everything. That's that's the end. So, those of you who oppose the church in a way, but after when they ask you, you say, me, I'm opposing Lighthouse. How? Do you know when I joined? Do you know what I do? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yes. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. When you talk of repentance, have you ever seen a man repent as much as Judas? Even Peter, we've never, we never saw his repentance. When, when he was caught denying Christ, he just slunk away into the darkness and went. We never heard of him repenting. But Judas, he came and threw the money. He took a rope and went and hung himself. That I myself will punish myself. No one will punish me. I myself will punish myself. I myself will punish myself personally. I've reversed everything and I've punished myself. But he still ended the ministry of Jesus. He still finished it all. He still brought an end to the preaching. Maybe there would have been more stories. He brought an end to, 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 to the glory of God that was on Jesus on the earth. He still did it. With all his good intentions and all whatever. So stop making excuses. You should know that this is the effect of what you are doing. This is the effect of your words. This is the effect of your face. This is the effect of your stance. This is the effect of your attitude. This is the effect of this, what it has done. 
Yes. Loyalty. Very important. Hmm. Number three. Why loyalty is important for the love of God to fill the church. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. In other words, by this shall all men know that this is the right church. Because everybody wants to join a church where the disciples of Jesus are. And the Bible says, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples when you have love one for another. That is the way that you, 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 you have love. That, you, that, that people see, oh, this is disciple. These are real people. When there's peace. Yes. Not blows. It's attractive. So as we are flowing, we are not, look, we are not used to a pastor, senior pastor has traveled. When the assistant pastor comes and preaches, he's come to preach water than there. We, we are not used to that here, please. We are not used to that. I'm coming to show you that I have power here. Yes. We are not used to bishops or pastors quarreling. We don't have it. We take exception to that. We, are, we don't have it. We reject it. Yes. We don't have all those type of things. Competition. Rejoiner said that the most basic symptom of fleshliness and carnality amongst ministers and whatever is division. First Corinthians 3. He said that you are carnal, whereas you have divisions and all these things amongst you. He said it's the most basic manifestation that I will quarrel with you and I fight with you. That's all. Some bishops I've seen, sometimes I saw, saw somebody, on, they're honored. Things that a church member has done for some of my bishops have never been done for me before. But I'm happy for them. I'm excited. I not quarrel. When a car was bought for you, did I come to quarrel, quarrel with you? Which church member have you seen in the church? Since the church began that a person has bought a car for me before. Have you seen it before? Since the church began in 1988. But I've seen people, this one has bought a car, so a car, this and that. That's it. Who have you seen that has been done? But I'm excited for you. A pastor came to see me, showed me, said, a land cruiser was so beautiful. I'm excited. If I can have a ride, it would be nice. Something that has never been has never happened to me before. Yes. Uh-huh. I shouldn't say what I'm saying. I don't really care what you think about me. I'm preaching what I preach. You think I don't know things? I know a lot of things. I'm excited. Yes. When things are done. I see Bishop Saki has gone somewhere. Sometimes I don't even know where he's going. They tell me he's on a plane. He's going somewhere. He's going to preach. He's being honored. I said, this is beautiful. It's beautiful. I want it to happen more. I want it to happen more. He told me a vision that he had. 
that I was going to preach with him, the two of us were going, and we met a madman with a, a to- you know that toilet where they use a bucket? Yes. He met somebody who had one. I think the house the toilet was full, so the guy was going to, yeah, he was going to, I met him with the guy. So the guy was wild. Then he decided that he has to fight with the guy, and the guy will pour the, the whole toilet on him so that I can go escape and go and preach yes that's what we understand in the church that put a toilet on me so that I'll be free and I'll go and preach that's what we know that is all like I mean I, I should you know one of my pastors was telling me he was in the, uh, doing some construction are you still, are you still interested in all the construction yeah he was doing some construction and then when he was doing the construction, he was fighting with the workers. Yeah. Then suddenly, the assistant came there. And when he saw the, the beast construction, eh? look, you don't have to do it for a long time. At a point, you have to stop. Because the things that are in it, you, you, you'll be surprised. Yeah. So as he was fighting with the people, shouting, when the assistant came and he saw, he just went away. Yes, he just went away and left the guy to fight with all the workers. So after he called the guy, he said, you, you saw me fight. It's like you are a good person. I am a bad person. I'm fighting with these people so that the church will be built. You saw the struggle I was in. But you saw you just move your head. He saw the head flashing out. He saw the, the, the last part of the head going back behind the door. <laughs> hey! You see, we don't have that. When the love of God fills the church, we don't have where it's like you are making yourself the good person. You are making yourself the person who knows, who preaches decently. The person who preaches nice things. I mean, I don't, I don't say certain things. I, I'm like this. You, you, you can't make yourself better and nicer. That, that's not the love of God. The love of God is that if there's a problem, we all, we are all in the problem together. They are shouting at us. We are all being shouted at. We are all being in the thing together. That's the love of God. And when the love of God is in the church, when the love of God is in the church, then people see that ah, these are disciples in Gushegu, in Bole, in Gambaga. And they say, We want to join the disciples. And the number of disciples increase. But when they come to the church and they see the pastor, one day a church, it was a, a certain church, they took an offering. They passed the basket round, 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 round. And when the offering came to the front, they prayed over it. And one of the pastors was holding the basket. Then another pastor came and held the other basket. Another pastor, all my stories are true. They, 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 they tore the basket in front of the church. They fought and tore the basket apart. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. That was the end of the church. That, that was the last. After that, the church, the, the church, everybody left. Because people say these are not disciples of Christ. Yes. 
Yes. I know a church. They took a plan. Because they wanted the pastor who was preaching there. I think they, want, they, they, they didn't like him. They didn't want him to be there. So I think an assistant, they shared tear gas. Yes. To the members. So, so that at a point in the service, then they will, they will, they will issue the tear gas. Yes. Oh, these are charismatic churches. You see, people cannot be attracted to the church with all these things. Loyalty is important because it makes us, it makes, I have to outshine you, I have to make you, I have to be nicer than you. No. No. I fight for my past. I want them to shine. To me, it is a great thing. I I trained this, look at him. I I even appointed and look at his shining. He says, I feel so happy. I feel so happy. Yeah. I feel so happy about such things. What is the first reason why loyalty is important? It's the foremost requirement for ministry. Number two, to fight the fifth column. What types of fifth columns do we have? Different types, including Jezebels. Number three, for the love of God to fill the church. Number four, to have a large team of pastors. Yes. And number five, to have a truly mega church. Amen. And number six, to have a lasting reward. A lasting church. Amen. Now, a large team of pastors. I mean, can you be in every meeting? Can you hear what is said at every meeting? Supposing a meeting is held and sarcastic comments are being made, you know our man. No more. Huh? How many meetings can one person, human being, be in? You see? So if we are ever going to have a large, you must be sure that, oh, when they are meeting in Gushegu, or they are meeting in Gambaga, or they are meeting in Bole, or they are meeting in uh, Wale Wale, they are not going to be saying something bad. Otherwise, it's just a, it's just a whole hill of confusion. When you meet them, this man is all fake. So to have a large mega church, loyalty. Teach, what is loyalty? Constant. If you smile when you see me, you, you, you are. You smile when you don't see me. Yesterday, I showed you John the Baptist. Jesus spoke about John the Baptist when he was, his guys were not there. It was when his guys were not there that Jesus said, this guy is very great. Yeah. But when he, when he was there, he didn't say, he said, just tell him that uh, I'm healing the sick. In Luke, I think chapter 8 or 7. I, 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 was it 9? Yeah, chapter 7, yes. Just, you know, when, when John the Baptist's guys were there, he just said, oh, tell him that, I mean, the sick are healed and he'll know, he'll understand. He's a spiritual man. But when the guys left, he started to talk behind his back. And behind his back was good and very good. Wonderful things. I'm sure John the Baptist would have been surprised to hear, hey, is that what Jesus said about me? The greatest 
among men. And that's why you should, that's how it should be. That's loyalty. When I hear what you said about me, when you when your pastor hears what you said about him, when you were not there, he should be surprised. Hey, is that what you said about me? Wow. Yeah. But rather, you have people that when you hear what they said, you, you want to suck them immediately. Yes. Is that what you said about me? Yes. One day I, I, I was at a meeting. I, I shared something with some pastors. When I heard it some years later, I heard a version of it. I was amazed. I said, is that what he said? That's what he said that I said. You know, I don't curse my, my, my children. So I didn't curse him. But I, I could have cursed him. I could have cursed him. He said, that's what you say. You know what I was saying. And look at how you have twisted it to have another meaning. Yeah. So you must be like Jesus that when a person, when you are behind the back, the things you say are beautiful. How many are going to be like that? How many are going to be like that? Yeah. Are the politicians like that? In their own party, are they like that? How many have met an NPP person saying bad things about NPP? How about NDC? Have you heard NDC people saying bad things about NDC? They bite the backs. I don't even how, I know how they work. Yes. They are almost against each other. All it's only for election, then they unite. Then after that, they are divided again. Different, different camps. Criticizing each other. But you see, God is giving us a mega church in many nations. Listen, I'll tell you something. I have, I, the last time I went to Australia was like eight years ago, nine years ago. I don't been there. And I went last year. When I went, I was amazed. It was like the people are very close to me. Wow. It, it was, it was, I was shocked. I've never been there before. They knew me. They knew everything. They knew all the songs. They were flowing. Wow. They knew all the time. They were saying, Waba Wabia and things. Yeah. Ah. Australia, Fiji, Papa Duke, they say, what about what beer? We know what we want. Listen, through loyalty, you can have a big family. Last year, I went to dedicate our cathedral, our first cathedral in Jamaica. So from there, I flew to Barbados for a camp. So the rest of the Caribbean people were coming there. That plane is like a trotro. It stops at every island and picks people. So as we were going, each island we stopped, members joined. I was also sitting in the plane, and the members were joining. The members were joining. The members were joining. Every time we stopped, members, more By the time we got to the last week, it was only our people that were on the plane. Now, when I started preaching, they, as if they knew, they were so happy to see me on the plane. It, it shows that somebody wasn't saying bad things about that's me. Right. Yeah, that's right. Behind my back. Yes. Somebody was, so that's how it's possible to have a large team. Island after island, we were picking our members, island after island. These are the members that could afford plane tickets. They were all joining, 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 joining to the same camp. And when I got there, it's like, wow. Members in Barbados, members in St. Lucia. I've not been to all these places. So if you want to have a large team, 
we need to learn and believe in loyalty. We don't criticize things. We pray about things. We don't criticize things. And finally, is to have your reward. Well done, good and faithful servant. Through loyalty, you have your reward. Well done, good and what? Faithful. It's always part of it that you were the same. You didn't change. You kept going on. And years ago when I went to Kenneth Hagen, you know, the first time I, I saw him, he was like 80. He had been preaching the same thing. When I encountered him, he was 63. The first time when I was in secondary school, he was 63 years old. When I found him, he was not preaching a new message. He was preaching faith. And when he was dying, about a year before he died, I went to Tulsa. A year, about a year before he died, I was there. The same thing. When he said, I'm preaching about faith today. Yeah. God told me, learn from him. Learn from him. He never changed the calling I gave him, the message I gave him. He was faithful to it. He preached it to the end. May you be faithful. May you be loyal to the vision of making yourself saviors of men. May you be loyal and faithful to the vision of tools, to the, to the vision of the mega church and all that God has for us. Stand to your feet, everybody. Lift your hands. Thank God for Hamatan Bible Seminar. Hallelujah. Number one is how to start a church. Number two is catch the spirit of the ministry. And number three is loyalty. Lift your hands and thank God for giving you a good spirit and grace to fulfill the great commission in the rest for the rest of your life. Father, thank you for blessing us and helping us to be saviors of men for the rest of our lives. We give you praise. We give you thanks. We give you glory. We give you honor. Makado salamanda, 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 salamanda. Metabaralama, shatalaba, kabaranda. Metalama, santalamada, parashume, kemandala, mazabada, kadaloba. Heilorama, baramada, shedeu, pretazama, kabalada. Heilama, zambarana, tebole, shabala, toboro, kabara, tebele, tebele. Mota Zamala Bese Matabo Dalame Pagada Dubara Zibeje Telama Paradi Lebejum Berekita Maranda. Lift your hands to Jesus. Lift your hands to Jesus. Lift your hands to Jesus. Lift your hands. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him thanks. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. Malajo Pradala Nasandolebeke Tabalaman Delebekema. Oh hallelujah, oh hallelujah, oh hallelujah, oh hallelujah, oh hallelujah. Mama, 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 shoot, Jesus, 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 Jesus,
Father, I want to thank you for this opportunity to be here at the Hamatan Bible Seminar. Thank you that he who began a good work in us shall surely bring it to a perfect end. Thank you for the grace to be at this program. Thank you for bringing us here safely. And thank you that you are taking us safely back to where we came from. Thank you that every journey shall be without incident, shall be without accident, shall be without death, shall be without injury. Thank you that your kingdom has come and your kingdom is coming. Thank you that Ghana shall be saved. Ghana shall be washed in the blood of Jesus. Thank you that Jesus is Lord over Ghana. Thank you that there's no part of Ghana that has been given to anyone but we declare Jesus to be Lord of the whole nation. We give you praise, Father. We give you thanks, Lord. We are grateful for how you've called us and given us a message, given us a word, given us direction, showed us where to go, what to do, what to say. We give you praise. Lay your hand on your, your chest like this. Father, touch every heart change every heart by your mighty spirit give us a new heart give us a heart for you a heart of love a heart that pays back your great love for us with love Lord help us to love you with all our hearts till our dying day may we love you may we serve you may we be strong in you following you for the rest of our lives now lay your hand on your head may your thoughts in the thoughts of your head be good thoughts. May all devils that have tormented you and that are speaking to you be bound in Jesus' name. May you be free of stubbornness. May you be free of evil thoughts. May you be free of disloyal thoughts. May you be free of dark thoughts from hell in the name of Jesus. I rebuke devils in your mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Now lay your hands on your belly. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. May rivers of water and power flow out of you as you step out of this Hamatan Bible Seminar. May rivers of oil, rivers of water, rivers of grace, rivers of joy, rivers of, full of the power of God flow, 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 flow out of your belly. Now lay hands on your leg. May you walk into good places. May your feet be beautiful feet. May your feet be anointed feet. May you dip your foot in butter. And may you be anointed, anointed feet as you go in Jesus' name. Now lift your hands to the Lord. May your hands work the works of God. May your hands be powerful hands. May your hands be hands of blessing. Let every curse associated with your hand and every sin that you have committed with your hand be washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. And may your hands work the works of God with your life. May your life and ministry be complete. May you finish what you started. May you finish all the works God has given you to do. May you be one of the servants of God and the servants of Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now wave your hand and thank God for his power, his presence, his grace and his love for you. Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks. Oh, we receive your glory. We receive your grace. We receive an empowerment. Receive the anointing of the Lord. Receive the grace of the Lord. Receive the power of Jesus.
your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Now I pray specifically from here to your house in the name of Jesus. I speak the blood and plead the blood of Jesus over your life. I block all types of tragic accidents and sudden deaths. I said, no, Satan. I said, no, Satan. I said, no, Satan. You will reach the end of the year with joy and with gladness. You will enter 2020 with joy and with gladness. You will see the vision of the mega church coming to pass. You will be involved in making yourself saviors of men. Your life will never be the same again. The power of God is on you from now. In Jesus' name, you are delivered from every curse and every work of the devil. When you go back to your town, to your city, to your home, the devils which tormented you shall bow in the name of Jesus. Every stronghold that has resisted you up till now bows this year in the name of Jesus. This is a year of release. You are released from a chain. You are released from a bondage. You are released from prison. You are released from restriction. In the name of Jesus, go forth and bear fruit. Go forth and do well. Go forth and increase. In the name of Jesus, let the vision of tools, the great things of God come to pass in your life. And now, as you serve him, as you serve him, I command the riches of heaven. I command the wealth of heaven to come into your direction in the name of Jesus. I command the power and the graces from the heavens above, the supernatural 153 fishes to be found in your net from today. In the name of Jesus, provide the cars and the houses and the money and everything that is needed, oh Lord, supernaturally. And let your children not lack any good thing. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall never want again. I declare over you the Lord is your shepherd. Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want anything or any good thing. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And everybody shouted, Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Give the Lord a shout of praise. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.